Trading Nut episode 167. I mean, as they say, the trend is your friend until the end, but it's if they don't get the trend right, then you're more than likely going to always fail no matter what concepts you use. Um, because, you know, if you're in a bullish trend and you're selling, it's almost inevitable that you're going to get stopped out. Whereas if you're in a bullish trend and you're buying, unless the trend is going to reverse on you, you've almost eliminated like that 50% side of hitting that sell. The market's going to do something. Your job is not to fight it. The market never, ever runs away. It's always there. That personal diary of trading will make you a much better trader than... I could be right about the direction, but wrong about the trade. Don't focus on the monetary side. Trying to make too much money on a trade is what I have seen killed every trader. Your losses offer you some of the greatest insight you can find into your mistakes. Relax. Learn the process. Candlestick pattern trading is a freaking trap. Don't be in a rush to become a millionaire. Let the market tell you what the market wants to tell you. This podcast is not financial, trading, or investing advice of any kind. What's up, traders? Welcome to another installment of the Trading Up Podcast. I'm your host, Cam Hawkins, and today we've got Alex George in the house from George Mortimer. Now, Alex is only 19. Now, don't let that put you off. He's been trading for probably more years than a lot of you guys listening. He's also uh, wears a suit quite often, so and he's got an office in Canary Wharf. So how many 19-year-olds do you know like that? So he's never blown an account, uh, and... He leveraged his personal brand to get a leg up in trading, and you're going to find out how he did that and how you guys could potentially do that as well in the show coming up before uh, you go and check out the video we shot where he breaks down a couple of price charts. One of them is a 50 to 1 risk to reward trade, so you've got to go and check that out. Now, other things happening here at Trading Up, we've still got the Genius Trader open. Doors are open for that. Massive 75% discount on that if you want to get your trading mindset right. Uh, there's Mind Hacks series number three is out this week. It's why trading is so addictive and how to control, uh, get control again and switch off. There's also a free webinar you can check out there. All links to that are under the video here in the description. Also, Robot Builders Club, the doors are still open to that. We've got the Asia Assassin bot up in the lab. So if you want to see how that's performing, want to check out Robot Builders Club, links to that in the description as well. Um, and finally, there's something new happening here, a couple of new things happening here at Trading Note. So number one is we've got a new Smart Money Concept Series going out with my friends over there at Ariel FX who've been on the show, so Nathan Jester if you remember him, so that is coming out soon along with something else which is even more special, so you want to stay tuned for that uh, and you're going to find out what that is very soon uh, and also the demo contest I mentioned from City Traders Imperium is going to kick off in the coming weeks, so stay tuned for that it's not quite ready just yet but they do have this for you CTI is giving away $40,000 to one lucky winner. You heard it right. That's a direct funded account of 40 k worth over $2,300. What an amazing giveaway. No evaluation needed. You become a portfolio manager immediately once you're selected. And here's how easy it is to win. One, subscribe to CTI's YouTube channel. Two, look for the video titled, What is Prop Trading and How to Become a Prop Trader? Three, give it a thumbs up. Four, comment on why you deserve to win this free funded account. And five, a winner will be chosen live on Thursday, 24th of March, 2022. So you have to hit that notification bell as well. I'll leave a link in the description with the steps you need to take. All right, folks, here we are in Trading Up. We've got Alex George in the house from George Mortimer, uh, from George Mortimer, should I say. Uh, welcome to the show, Alex. 
Thank you, Cam. Thank you for having me. So Alex is all the way over there in Canary Wharf in London, the the mixer of trading probably over there, almost like it's not quite in the city, but it's very close to the city, the new city, if if you want to call it that. Now, um, you're only 19 years old, and you've got a journey and a half to share with us, uh, trading for a lot longer than some of the older guys that are listening here that have been trading. So let's hear your story. Cool. So I pretty much started trading. I, I, I entered the trading world when I was 15 years old. Um, I just finished year 10, um, which is like the, the years in, in the UK. So you have obviously year nine, year 10, year 11. And I sat down and I was like, I want to make money really fast. So how can I do this? Now, like everyone, right, I'm sure, you know, you might have watched YouTube or been on Instagram or anything like that. And you would have seen on your um, adverts or something, you would have seen someone driving a nice car um, on a jet ski in Dubai or something like that, or just someone in a big house saying like, oh, trading got me here all of this stuff. So I thought to myself, okay, cool. As I said, I want to get rich quick. So let me start because maybe I can get rich quick with trading. But three months in, I realized that ideology of trading isn't, is, is, is BS pretty much. And um, yeah. And then, but by then I kind of fell in love with the game, right? Um, I fell in love with the industry as a whole, the whole analysis side, the whole reason why things work and stuff like that and how big the market actually is. Um, all of that stuff just really fascinated me. And then I thought to myself, okay, cool. Investing is a long-term game or trading is a long-term game. And if I do want to do well, I do need to stick with it and carry on. Um, and what got, so, you to, what got you to the point where you were thinking that, so like three, you said three months in, all of those, uh, you know, that, that sort of like hyped lifestyle is, is not really what it's about. What got you thinking that? And what was the sort of, whether it was your decision point where you're like, damn it, I'm not going to, focus on that money side of it anymore I, i'm going to stick in it for the long term no i think it is i think um you might be able to relate or people might be able to relate is when you learn when you learn something new in the market and then you see it work in front of your eyes it's like wow you know i just spent time actually researching this learning this on my own terms and it just started playing out kind of thing right and then seeing that and like understanding how like a, a multi-trillion dollar market can move is like insane in my opinion and then the fact that you could make money off of that is even more insane you know what i'm saying so that's how i kind of fell in love with that side of it and so, so, so what was your oh sorry go on carry on with your story and then i'll, I'll dive in with a few questions afterwards all right no worry so yes yeah, so it was about no it was about eight months in um i would have been 16 at the time uh saved up a thousand pound and i don't want to go live for ages right i heard that you know loads of people went um went to live maybe one month or two months after demo trading and not really testing anything but i wanted to get like two or three consistent months on demo trading what i was doing um so i did about eight months in so from five to eight months would have been consistent this is this is like quite vague from what i remember um and i'd save up a thousand pounds from doing chores birthday money christmas money um, and just like some previous money I had saved up already. Um, so it's like a thousand pounds for a 16 year old was like a massive amount. Um, obviously for me anyway. And I was like, okay, cool. I'll put this in a live account and I'll trade it. I didn't do any signals. I didn't buy any course or, or any program or anything like that. I was quite, I was, I was a bit too nervous to put my money in places where I wasn't a hundred percent confident. I would almost retain it. Um, so luckily for me, I never blew an account, which is one thing I'm proud to say that I did. I think most traders actually ended up blowing accounts 
Um, but I was so risk conservative because I thought to myself as a 16 year old, if I lost a thousand pounds, I would be, I would never see that money again, you know, and I have to start from square one. It'd almost be like that whole eight months of prep and saving just be like completely down the drain. Um, but luckily that it, it didn't go the wrong way. Um, and yeah, so what else? I'm just trying to think now. So um, I opened up my own group, uh, my own education group. It was originally called Wick or Treat. Um, some some of you guys watching may may have heard of it. Um, how, do you, admittedly, how do you say it? Sorry, whip or? Uh, so it's it's oh, wick, wick. So like wicks, and then it was or treat. I don't I don't know. Oh, trick or what... treat, wick or treat. Gotcha. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It must be in Halloween yeah. when you did it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, I, exactly. I opened it in October time, so oh, yeah. um, late October. So I, uh, wick or treat. And admittedly, I think I opened that a bit too early. Um, I think maybe I should have refined myself a little bit more, but. I loved teaching, still do, but I really loved the idea of teaching people um, and, and just expressing like what I know I was pretty decent at. But I do, I do wish I started it a bit later so I could have focused on myself a bit more. Um, it didn't take too much of a hit on my trading, but at one point I was a bit, you know, low and then, but you know, you've got to have the mental capacity to bring yourself back up. Um, and then I met Matt, which some of you guys, if you do know me, um already we we opened up our uh, a new business because we both had you know wickle tree had the one percent and then we opened one called george mortimer which is what we're still running today it was about one and a half nearly two years ago so um so yeah that's that's kind of business we're running now which is started off primary primarily as education and now we've kind of transitioned over to the fund side of things so we're actually trading um under a man structure for um for clients pretty much and we'll, we'll manage their their money there so that's pretty much our main focus now. So I've been in the trading game, say nearly, so say three and a half, nearly four years now. So yeah, that's my journey. Well, a quite, a, quite a journey for, for a 19 year old as well. Um, now, diving back into that story. So it sounds like you're self-taught. You didn't do any courses or you didn't buy any oh, courses. No no. no, no. So that's, that's where, yeah, I didn't buy any courses. Um, but about, yeah, I think it was 2019. Um Oh, was it 20? Yeah, it was 2019. Um, someone called um, Fredo took me under his wing because um, I was, so when it comes to Instagram, I was always doing Instagram lives. I was really trying to grow that side of like my personal brand, um, AMG underscore FX. That was like me, AMG. People know me as that yeah. before space. And then I was almost like being watched by um, this guy called Fredo, right? Big shout out to him, by the way. And he messaged me one day saying like, oh, I want to take you under my wing because you're trading something kind of similar to my ideologies but I, I want to refine it for you so he took me in and then um pretty much just showed me the ways and then yeah so that worked out pretty well cool and so so this guy i mean actually it, it does go to sort of show you know if you can put yourself out there and yeah. even just growing your personal brand or just doing something a bit different uh to then almost you know law of attraction bring somebody to you that's going to get, teach you the ways i mean the, what what were you doing before you met fredo and then what changed after um i was doing the basic retail stuff i mean it was like all the sorry man i might have to cut that one out that's all good that's background. all good we'll leave it I'll in <laughs> um all right uh yeah so you're doing the was, typical trading... retail stuff you said yeah yeah typical retail stuff so it'd be the trend lines it'd be the It'd be the average, you know, support and resistance stuff. There was, to be fair, I don't remember all of it, but there was, I never dabbled too much of indicators though, which I'm proud of because I know a lot of them are, are complete BS again, um, similar to retail concepts, but 
I just, yeah, it was that basic stuff. And I tried to kind of understand the whole smart money side um, of trading. And then that's when obviously Fredo then took, took me in. And so did he take you in because you were doing the retail stuff or because you were trying to get, introduce some smart money kind of stuff into it? Yeah. I was trying to introduce some kind of smart money thing, but there's, there's, there's almost like two sides to the smart money side. There's the smart money. It's literally called the smart money side. And the whole smart money concept uh, wording is, or the institutional trading wording is, is in my opinion, a market employ to draw people in. People are like, oh, trade with the banks, trade with the 10%. And it's just like, you know, that's, it's a bit too like, you can tell it is like right now it's just completely rinsed. You know, everyone, it's, it's a very attractive buzzword, institutional or smart money. They're all very attractive words. And then there's obviously the side of it that, I mean, there's not really a name for the way that we trade. It's more, I don't, I don't know, I don't like calling it smart money because it's not. It's just, it's trading based on liquidity and volume and inefficiencies in price. That's that's all it is. Um, but yeah, he brought me in because I was trying to like dabble into the smart money side and he kind of took me out of that whole um, nonsense and brought me into the right side. So again, big credit to him. And I always give credit to him for that. Um, Cause that's, you know, I owe a big part of that to him. So, and so, so uh, I suppose did, did this, did, did this Fredo character give you any confidence that he knew what he was talking about and he wasn't going to, you know, be just feeding you a whole lot of rubbish. <laughs> and so you, yeah. you feel what, what was that? What did he do to, to give you that confidence? I, I, I can't disclose some things, but right. um, I'll just say that it was a very amazing thing for me um I, I can't i can't talk i don't know if i can talk about it publicly yeah, so he was quite transparent in what he was doing is that what you're trying to say it was transparent and there was other things as well that he introduced me to um and other people as well that's as far as i'll go okay. other yeah. people that he introduced me to um i was like okay cool if he's helping this guy out how to trade and yeah. most people know him then you know i'm in a very lucky spot at the minute yeah and that's okay. that that's, that's it yeah. so i'm guessing that like this guy and look this is it for, for you guys that are younger you know you would have been what six, 16 you said at the time maybe 17 perhaps 2019 i would have been yeah um yeah i would have been 16 okay right so he's obviously seen a 16 year old on instagram and gone look you know i'm going to give you a helping hand and because you're a young person you've got your whole life ahead of you pass on some of my knowledge that's fantastic that's that's great to hear so something that other people out there who are in your boat or were in your boat sorry, are in the boat of a 16-year-old, might be able to think about a different way of trying to go about this if they're, if they're struggling at the moment. Now, um, I got a bit of advice to, to any 16 or any under 18-year-old that is watching this right now. Uh, I will say to you, if you're ever given an opportunity to be mentored or taught by someone who has an experience, not necessarily in trading, but in business, I definitely recommend you take it and listen to everything they say. You might come you come across a few charlatan people. However, if you come across someone that's correct and someone that truly wants to help you, honestly, it will benefit you more than likely for the rest of your life. Um, you know, take every opportunity, especially because you're young. You can afford, or you can, um, you don't have the responsibility to. Um, I don't know how to. I don't know how I'm trying to word this, but almost like you don't have all that responsibility to bring on board with you if they are a bad person. If you meet someone, they're a bad person. 
and you take on their advice and you lose stuff it's not like you're going to lose your whole life you know what i'm trying you to haven't say got a to wife me. and kids basically you you, you, yeah, you, you, yet, you, can, you can risk yeah. as much as you want up until about 30 and then you've got to probably taper it back a bit um exactly. okay yeah that, that makes perfect sense now uh so so you you're learning you learned from this guy i mean like he obviously taught you the technical side of things. I mean, what did you do around the sort of the emotional side of things? Or was that just inbuilt naturally? You had no issues with taking losses and, and following rules and that that sort of thing. Yeah, so I didn't, I didn't really learn. I, I wouldn't say I, I focused on the psychology side with him. Um, I think that was more just an experience thing, if I'm honest. I don't think psychology. So when you see psychology in, say, trading courses or YouTube, I think it's it's – it's not something you can then just watch a video and this is this is trading psychology that and then take it on board and you're completely fine i think trading psychology videos are making you aware of what could happen but you will still experience that bad trading psychology especially if you're new so like for example i could go to a youtube video and, or i could teach novice trader one and say um when you lose you're going to get very angry and you know that's not going to make him not angry that's just going to prepare him but as experience goes on, he is going to get better and better and better at dealing with losses. You know, so when I took my first ever loss, it was seven pounds. And I remember it. And I was I was like shaking because I was like, fuck, I took my first loss. You know what I mean? Um, but now I could lose a pretty sizable amount of money. and I wouldn't really be too affected. But that is because of the experience I've had. Mm. It's not because someone told me, oh, you're going to lose and you should be fine. You know what I'm trying to say? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, it, the, so with these, with a lot of this, it's burning it into your brain. The longer you do it, the more often you do it, the more comfortable it becomes, and yeah, it just part, becomes part of life. It, to get to that point, it's the tough part, right? To get to that yeah. point. So, so how much trading were you doing back then when you were being educated by Fredo? So I was still in school. Um, so I was like, I was trading in school and I was trading outside of school as well, and I was always just trying to learn in the morning during the day so lunchtime and break time sometimes in class i'd like have my phone under the desk you know trying like um i wouldn't learn from him there but i'd be doing analysis or taking trades whilst whilst in class um and then i'd watch like some videos and stuff and then i'd i'd more i don't know i didn't really focus on his course as such or, or whatever he had i was i was i'd watch and understand some things he was saying and i'd just always try and implement it on my own chart so it wasn't like I was devoting my whole life to his like videos and stuff and to his mentorship, but he did help me and just give me hands like when I had questions and stuff. So, um, but yeah, it'd be pretty much throughout the whole day that I wasn't in school. And what were you? What were your friends and oh, the family thinking? You know, the, what what the hell's he doing? <laughs> did you have any social life back then? Funny actually, because we we just hosted a networking event and one of the girls that went to my school attended and she was saying to me i remember when you were trading in class and people would say oh what's he doing um he's not going to do he's not going to make it and all that stuff i didn't even know they said that personally um and even if they did i always stress this you just i've always been quite good in not letting someone else's opinion just try and like run my life because i didn't get here right where i am because of someone's thoughts on what i'm doing so you have to follow a strict pattern of, of behavior. Don't let someone's opinion Im, uh, impact your your um, your outcome. So, um, and my my family, my mum was my mum was always pretty like lenient with it. She was like, "Yeah, it's fine, you know, as long as you're happy and mm-hmm. stuff." My dad was always a bit cautious of me doing it, and I understand that. And to be fair, as a dad who probably knows nothing about trading, um, 
I would be cautious for my son as well. Because I was saying, like, oh, I don't want to go to uni and all that stuff. It's more a security thing as a dad. I think, you know, he just kind of wanted me to be safe and be secure, which is totally understandable. Um, but now as time goes on, uh, as time as time went on and, um, you know, results started coming through, I think they kind of understood like, okay, yeah, it's fine. And, you know, I, I, not, I ended up not going to uni. I finished sixth form last, uh, last year in May. Um, so, yeah. And so, so what, did, what happened to that £1,000? I mean, how did that grow shrink where did it get yeah, down I mean, to what was I mean, your lowest think, lowest account that balance at one point i think lowest account balance was i think in the 700s um but that was with one percent risk right so i must have lost quite a size decent amount of trades mm. but i was probably trading maybe five six times a day winning some maybe one one percent trades and losing some one percent trades and I, that's when my risk for rewards was like you know the, the one to one one to twos all of that stuff I think got it down to about 700 and then I think I just started kind of had this almost curve and it was like I started understanding a bit more I think that's kind of around when I met Fredo and stuff like that and that's when I started really being able to 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 understand how the market actually moves because trend lines are illogical I mean trend lines just a, a vague a vague concept I, I try and talk about for retail but um, I think yeah just ever since I learned that that whole concept of Con, uh, volume and liquidity based concepts and so i don't know i to be fair i'm not i can't tell you what it turned to because i would have withdrawn some keep growing some because i would have put some into crypto as well because that's obviously how my crypto fund uh, my crypto investments grew uh, grew as well um but yeah lowest point was seven uh, seven six or seven hundred around that okay and so so where did it end up what was the final total final total um and I'm assuming you sort of shut it down and moved this across to the fund, or did you, or you crypto? No, no, no. So I, so I, I think it grew to uh, two thousand six hundred, and I, at this point, I was on, I was in actually in a hotel with Matt. To be fair, um, so that was a was that one hundred and sixty percent gain, yeah. and then I withdrew all of it to put it into crypto, and then from them, I've from then I've just put money in live accounts and and, and have traded that as well. And then since then, obviously, withdrawals have been made and stuff. And now we've just kind of transitioned to this fund. I still trade in my personal accounts. Um, I've got two two trading accounts that are my personal ones. And then we've got the fund as well. Um, and then obviously, I've got my crypto and also crypto futures as well, which have been pretty good. Um, so I have a crypto futures account too. Um, and yeah, so money's just kind of been withdrawn. I don't have like an exact limit of what I've made overall yeah. totally. Yeah. I'm saying, but it's been like, yeah, you got different. to that. You got to the 2,600 mark, and you were like, okay, great. I'm gonna withdraw from that. that. that yeah. From that thousand, yes. Yeah. From what I can remember, I can't can't give yeah. you. But I know it's definitely in that in that, in that vicinity. So so that so just uh, getting a view on you were doing one to ones, one to twos. Did that change with the uh, liquidity void kind of thing? That you're getting yeah, it's a of concept. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So when, once I started understanding liquidity truly and volume truly, then yeah, that's when it started to change. Because what's great about it, it's literally just precision based, isn't it? So you know, we go on the seconds time frame, trade off a what we call an SC, and you know that would literally be our. It'd be like a two pip region, right? So you buy it at the top of the SC, for example, and your stop loss is right below it. Now only be like two pips, and then obviously your TP could be at like a swing high, swing low on like a four hour time frame. And you'd be getting like a one to twenty, one to thirty based on that. So, 
um yeah it all changes that whereas a trend line you can't really you know you can't tell where and when it's going to fall mm. type of thing if it does break the trend line does that mean the trend is going to reverse or or not yeah. whereas with this way of trading if the sc breaks or if the inefficiency is is broken or whatever it is that kind of invalidates your whole setup as a whole and potentially the whole trend mm. which is what's great about the uh, this way of trading and so you're, you're down on a you said a two second chart was it a two second two minute chart two minute or no, no it's a 30 second 30 second chart just, 30 second chart, getting your entries, uh, sniper entries with a like a two pip stop loss kind of thing, is it? Yeah, it's, I mean, it's all varies, depends on the setup. But yeah, yeah. sometimes it'd be a one minute chart, five minute. But you, you never start on that time frame. You always start with the highs, yeah. identify your trends. Like structure is the backbone of trading, of technical analysis. You always need to get structure right. If you don't have your structure right, you're more than likely going to fail no matter what concepts you're trading. If you can understand structure, then that is pretty much your gateway into success in, in my opinion and there's a couple of good videos actually on structure on the channel uh just go and have a look for them these guys just sort of break down in perfect ways to to work out how to, how to work out structure if you're unsure now um so you at this let's let's jump let, jump forward into into what you're doing now with this with this fund and the, and the fund account i mean how many trades are you guys taking a week and i say you guys because i'm guessing matt's taking some and, and you're taking some yeah, so we'd we'd um, it's it's all dependent on the on the week. To be fair, I think last week we had um, we had quite a few. To be fair, we had about five or six, and the week before it was like two trades. But the thing is, with the way we trade, is if there's maybe not a lot of trades in the week, one trade can set you up for the whole month, which because it's obviously like a, quite a large risk reward with the way we trade. So um, you know, if we make say like a ten percent trade. We technically don't have to trade for the rest of the month. We don't. We don't need to because that's pretty decent in terms of like if you have a massive account and a massive account, then you know that's a sizable amount of money for not only yourself but the clients as well. Um, and there's no point putting more risk on the table. But then again, you could put more risk on the table because you're only risking one percent, which means if you lost that trade, you'd only be you'd be up nine percent still. But if you won, you'd be up an even more sizable amount. Um, but yeah, last week we had about five or six and the week before we had about yeah about about one or two so it's just dependent on the week and and so are you risking one percent per trade or a lot less with the fund yeah it depends on the trade it'd be it'd be around 0.5 to one right it'd be in those regions depending on the on the trade okay so you might be getting 20 to one 10 to one kind of wins risk to reward so, kind of ratios on everything so in, in january on jan in january we did a 0.5 percent risk on all positions and we didn't target an ex, uh, exceedingly large amount of um reward in terms of like the risk reward ratio because it's january i mean it's kind of notorious for not being the best trading month in the year mm. um so we wanted to kind of secure in profit which we did so that was good for us as a business that was a good business decision um february we've been a bit more risk adverse in terms of like over in our reward a bit more um and that is that's the kind of strategy we're going with if, there, if there's no confidence or not if there's no confidence but if there's a lack of confidence in terms of um uh market um marking conditions sorry then we will reduce our risk and stuff like that based on a number of factors mm. cool and so um so what instruments are you trading across you mentioned crypto in there but what are, what other things are you doing so is this me personally? Yeah. Personally, okay, yeah, personally, yes. personally I suppose. And I mean, if, you, if the fund personal is different from the fund, then yeah, just split them out. 
Yeah, so so the fund is purely forex based because we didn't want to we didn't we didn't want to branch into crypto as of yet because I mean yeah I'm sure you understand if we lost like twenty percent of clients' money <laughs> in in spot for example which is very doable in in crypto as you know um, you know it would have been a bit of a big thing for us especially being a new fund mm. um, but now we so we just want to stick with forex but however for myself crypto um so spot futures as well and then obviously forex which is my main focus and actually just dabbled into equities as well which i showed near the end of the video um which is a really interesting market to trade as well but that they're they're the three um asset classes that i trade and so moving from uh into into stocks i mean i know you've only just moved in there but i mean is there any sort of difference that you've had to make for your approach because I get the impression these. I mean, I don't do stocks at all, really. So, but I've had a look, and I'm some sort of can't see it matching very easily. What What are the main yeah, differences, and have you had to adapt things? In terms of technical analysis, mate, it's the it's the same. It's the same. It's the same principle, same concept across any asset class, because again, it's based on volume and liquidity. You can, it's it's all the same on every single thing. Um, obviously, the only difference is is that stocks are um, um, uh, are more volatile in terms of their uh, percentage movement because they are less liquid. It's a less liquid market compared to, say, Forex. Um, and then crypto is way more volatile because it is a less liquid market compared to stocks and, and Forex, right? When I say more volatile, it means it moves more percentage per day, if that makes sense. Mm. So at Forex, you'll, you'll rarely ever see a 1% or minus 1% move in price. Whereas stocks, you could see maybe a one or two percent or three percent move, um, depending on the stock. And then crypto, you could see that every hour. You know, you could see. Um, one thing I would say as a tip, though, guys, and this goes for forex as well, but mainly stocks. When it comes to studying stock fundamentals like earnings and, and dividends and all that stuff, a lot of the stuff you'll see on YouTube is complete BS. Same with any other platform, um, because one guy will be telling you. If earnings is good, then price will go up, and if earnings is bad, then price will go down. It's all it's all just crap. If if you want me to be dead honest with you, it's something you need to. The best advice I can give you is study the economic side of fundamental, like really understand the economics of it, and then implement the economic logic into the charts, and then um, combine it with technical analysis, and it works over any asset class that you're trading. So that's the best thing. Don't go on YouTube and watch. What does earnings do or what does NFP do? Don't do any of that because, honestly, you'll just be wasting your time. Um, you need to correlate it with your technicals and the economic side of it. That's the best advice I can give. Cool. Well. Now, now I want to sort of – actually, first of all, what, what uh, pairs in the Forex market are you trading or have you got no real yep, – I've got set pairs, and I think it's, it's a very important thing to do as well, especially if you're, um, especially if you're learning. But I trade um, AUDUSD. Um, I trade. Apologies, um, mate. This this call is going off on this computer. Right. So I trade uh, USD JPY, um, AUD USD, Euro USD, um, GBP USD, and I combine all of that with DXY as well. I don't trade DXY, but I use it for a, a correlator. Okay. And so, what what gave you the sort of whole idea to transition into a fund? Um, so to be fair, when myself and Matt met, it was like we kind of wanted to know what we both wanted to go to in the next five years or whatever. Um, and I'll expand on that five year thing in a minute. And 
the reason we spoke about that when we started the business is because we wanted to go into business together with the same goals. Um, if we both had two I, two different ideas of where we wanted the business to go, it would not have worked. Mm. Like definitely not. And a fund, right? Hedge fund, as we said, is what we wanted to do um, originally. And we thought we'd open that in say five six years. But because we we migrated into these premises in Canary Wharf, we networked with you know, certain people who helped us open a fund um, pretty much was one of our main goals, which was one of my, our main goals. And um, yeah, I, I don't know why we wanted to. I think it was just, it's just, because we know what, what we're good at. Mm. And if we make other people money, then that is just a big thing for us. And obviously it builds our business reputation. It, you know, it's, it builds client relationships and stuff so it's, it's i don't know I, I don't know why it's more just it's nice i guess it sounds like it's it was nice a logical time. choice for you guys to, to do yeah. um yeah. so what does your typical trading day look like then so our typical trip so we so i wake up at five i think everyone everyone in the office actually wakes up at five and we commute to the office and we get get in for about half six quarter seven and we do like our pre-london analysis so we'll analyze all our uh, dedicated pairs we'll go through the fundamentals for the day just to kind of you know get we don't dedicate too much of our time on fundamentals because it's not massively um important to our trading models but it's fine and then we'll just analyze literally and trade throughout the day if there's nothing available currently we'll work on our on our business on the side um and and that is literally our training day and it ends at around four half four and then we'll go home right and and the trades typically done within the four hour period. If you're getting in out in and out of four hour uh, candles, um, no, it, it depends on the day. It can literally be a. So I took um, I think it was the NFP, most recent NFP. My I took a Euro USD sell. I don't know if you saw like all the slash USD pairs melted. Um, do you trade by the way? Yeah. Just out of interest, you, yeah. You just see it, yeah. so you'd be familiar. Um, all the slash USD pairs melted, so I got in a cell on EU, and that lasted about two hours max. But and then, like, um, I got in like a GJ trade like two, three months ago back when I traded GJ. It lasts like two days, so it's it's all dependent on the setup, the targets, the liquidity, the volume. It's all dependent on that. Yeah. Okay. Cool. And so, uh, if you had to sort of give somebody who was starting out on this a pathway forward, what would you recommend? question um i think definitely find a mentor um i think youtube's a lot of hopium a lot of just hype boy crap there's so much crap and misinformation on social media you need to find someone who is credible has a credible background and stuff and let them help you at least you don't need like don't let them spoon feed you because that's probably one of the worst things you can do. And that's why I go against signals so much because it's like if you're letting someone almost make that money for you by giving you the trade idea, what if that signal provider just fell, uh, like died or, yeah. or left? You'd be left with nothing. So you need to be able to uh, trade independently, um, do do all your things, your own things by yourself. Um, and please do focus on risk management. That's another thing as well. I know it's very a very broad thing, but I think a lot of people can learn from um, proper risk management stuff. Um, and yeah, that, I just say really do, just learn from people around you, network and grow your personal brands as well. 
as much as people hate being on social media, I think that is a big thing to do is to grow your social brand, uh, so, uh, personal brand, sorry, because you can meet people that can change like Matt. I met Matt through Instagram because we were both growing our personal brands and now we've started a business together and we've managed to get into one of our offices, which we had as our lock screens, which we did. This was, this office was our, our lock screen on our computers when we first met. So, oh, right. <laughs> so, so, so it's, that's definitely a big thing for, yeah. for me. So, so it, it just completely off the training topic, but I mean, like for somebody who wants to take this advice and go, right, I'm going to grow my personal brand to try and network, to try and get in front of other traders, what would be the first thing or, or top two things they could do? Um, yeah, good idea. Good question. So say, for example, Instagram, um, what I did, I'm literally saying, I'm going to tell you what I did. It's no secret. Um, I just followed a bunch of people who were interested in trading so i'd go on like astro FX's followers and i'd follow all the people that were following them so i could kind of just show me if that makes sense and i'd be posting as well on my stories on my instagram like motivational stuff i'd be posting trades that i'd taken trades that i lost and i'd just follow loads of people because what following that i know it sounds bad but if you're following all these people that are interested they're going to click your page and they're going to see okay he's a trader oh he's giving out good advice or he's giving out this mm-hmm. that they're going to follow you back or they may not follow you back, but it's, it's not a risk. It's not a risk at all. You're just following people. They don't follow you back. You unfollow them. If they do, you can either still follow them or unfollow them. That's one of the ways I grew it. And I know people might be like, oh, they're not, it's not like they didn't find you. It doesn't matter. It's still like some of the people that I've followed in back in the day still follow me now. Um, so that's one thing. And then like loads of other traders, uh, um, pictures, go on comments, comment on other big traders, uh, pictures and stuff because people will see you it's all about getting your name out there and being um and letting people see you and then obviously at the same time give value on your instagrams or whatever it is you're doing and that will help you a lot because no one will follow you if you are giving no value hmm. yeah so uh, that's really insightful nobody's ever talked about this in, in the the any of the episodes i've done so if you guys are out there and you are on social media you, you're sort of finding that you're getting sucked in then maybe this is a way to sort of let let the sort of goodness come to you as opposed to getting, you know, honed in on somebody else's profile. Um, still, make sure you do follow the Trading Nut stuff over there on Instagram and hit subscribe on YouTube as well. Um, anyway, let's get on with the rest of the show. So uh, price chart, what three things would you recommend somebody study if they were an intermediate trader? Structure, number one. Always number one, always will be number one. Um, if you don't get the trend right, I mean, as they say, the trend is your friend until the end. But it's if they don't get the trend right, then you're more than likely going to always fail no matter what concepts you use. Um, because, you know, if you're in a bullish trend and you're selling, it's almost inevitable that you're going to get stopped out. Whereas if you're in a bullish trend and you're buying, unless the trend is going to reverse on you, you've almost eliminated like that 50% side of hitting SL. So now you've got all you've got to work with now is the concept. Um, number two, um, I just, I'd, I'd, I'd recommend studying price concepts that are volume and liquidity based. Now, I don't know if you can find a lot of things I trade on YouTube, um, but that's when it comes to finding a mentor. Now I'm not putting myself out there, but there are a lot of mentors that do trade relatively similar to the way that I trade, but I'd recommend picking, picking them up and they can almost give you a guidance. I can't personally give you a guidance on what to do after that. Um, and that's why I'm going to stop at two as well, because it's also 
um, different traders' perspectives as well. Everyone has a different perspective of the market. Like the way I approach the market will be completely different to the way you do it, Cam, and the person watching this right now. So I'm going to stop at number two because everyone's perspective is different. They should find that out for themselves or be told it by their mentor. So that's, that's my advice. Cool, cool. And um, what about from a mindset point of view? If somebody's struggling, you obviously had some clients earlier on when you were doing this, but you still take clients on board. But, I mean, what, what do you teach people in a way of, like, getting their mindset right? I know you did mention something quite good at the start of the show. Maybe you got another idea. Um, in terms of, like, if they're losing? Well, if, if, they, if they just can't seem to stick to, like, the discipline that's required. Okay. Oh yeah, yeah. That's, that's that's actually a good thing. So one thing I'm very passionate about in trading is having your actual trading model, a real trading plan, real rules you need to stick by. Um, if your plan and trading model is good, then there's no reason why you can't be relatively consistent. And if you are not consistent, it means you're not following the plan. Um, but you need experience before you get a good trading plan. So I just say honestly, if you're if honestly if you're if Anyone watching this who's maybe struggling right now and you've been in the game less than uh, 18 months, honestly, you have nothing to worry about because I think that is like the 18-month period is probably the like the sweet spot almost for like the, the learning side. So you should be taking losses in this time because it's like, I don't know how to explain it. I don't know how to put it into words. I'm, I'm trying to think. Yeah, look, it takes time, right? I think what you're trying to say is like you've got to basically – go through the heartache and pain and it's going to take at least 18 months before you can yeah, pop out yeah, the other side and stuff starts to sort of feel normal again yeah. um it's like uh it's like going to the gym i suppose if you go to the gym well that's what i've noticed i started going to the gym about a year and a, a year and a half ago and only now <laughs> a year a year after probably a year after the last six months haven't been too bad but I struggled that first year. I wouldn't, didn't want to go to the gym. I was like, it was just so much re- resistance. Yeah, and I even do the exercises, I always struggled with them. I couldn't, couldn't even do them. It was just I weird. Just, I, I started the gym about a week ago, and I felt almost like on the verge of throwing up for, uh, the two times that I went, and I hated it. Honestly, I hated it so much. But you saying that has given me a bit of hope and it sounds similar to trading so maybe i should just stick through it and then yeah eventually get better so well i've gone crazy yeah, now now i'm going like literally every day of the week almost and oh, really? I'm doing yoga i'm doing um oh, they've got a massage chair there i've bought the sort of top membership stuff so i get all the good good <laughs> stuff um and then i'll just go in and do like uh anything i'll even do legs which i never used to do and my legs are shot so it's helping me now um back to trading again uh if there was one thing you recommend any retail trader spend the next month mastering, what would it be? Structure. Because it's like, the the thing is, it's so basic. Um, so what that means is that people just kind of neglect it and they'd be like, okay, I'm going to focus on the more um, attractive things like whatever it is they're trading. I don't know. But structure is very unattractive. It's almost like you need, it's like the preschool, but no one wants to go back to preschool because they, it's just stuff like, yeah, I do know it, but... Mm more than likely they don't know it they just know the very basics of it um but like i i do loads of public structure stuff so if anyone goes to my channel after there's loads of stuff there and is there some stuff on your channel as well yeah i think so I've, I've done it, i think i mentioned that at the start yeah so there's a couple of videos um yeah. 10, 000, 10 000 hours 
at a price chart done in 10 minutes is all about structure and then there's a two-part video series from um, Matthew Todd who basically broke down his way of doing structure which is probably different from yours and everyone's got you know their own way that they decide how they're going to do it so um, yes. it's a bit like it reminds you of, like when I learned to build websites it it was a bit like the first thing the guy told me or taught me was into this course was um, what's a pixel it's like once you knew what a pixel was, everything else could come from that. And it sounds like market structure is what you're saying is is almost like the pixel is to a website. Everything's built upon that. I mean, really, it's probably a tick, but everything's built upon market structure, and you can you can use that as your base. Right, um, quick fire round here. How long did it take you to go from newbie to consistently profitable? Probably, say fifteen to eighteen months. I'd say from like when I first started, so like 15 to then. What's your favorite entry setup? Favorite entry setup? Um, is that in term? What, Just what generically, what, 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 like if, you, if you've got a favorite setup versus another setup. Like the charts? Yeah. Okay, so um, from my, it probably make no sense to you, but. Um, when a sponsored candle takes liquidity, breaks structure with a very strong reaction, that is um, what I like to do. And I like my, to keep my stop losses below five pips. So anything below five pips is like a sweet spot. Uh, do you have any strategies to exit or manage your trades? Yep. So the best advice I could give in terms of what I trade is um, the same rules you use to enter, the same rules you should use to exit. That's that's the best exit plan. So to find another entry, basically. Yeah, but on the opposite, opposite side. Yeah, yeah. Uh, do you have a recommended trading book or resource? Um, not a trading book, if I'm honest. Maybe Candlestick Bible, but that's very basic stuff. But I'd say in terms of psychology, um, if you're into that spiritual stuff, The Power of Now is very good for your psychology. Um, I really like that. Think and Grow Rich is good. Outwitting the Devil is really good as well. It's not really psychology, but it's, it's quite good. And um, if you haven't read it, it's a very basic a novice book but rich dad poor dad it just gets you excited about the the, the entrepreneurship and trading world i think personally yeah. and investing that's how i got started in all this i read that book my wife got a yes, charity shop for two dollars and here i am um <laughs> many years later uh the other one um outwitting the devil was napoleon hill and the other one you mentioned was eckhart tolle the power now so if you guys are yeah, looking yeah. for that forte laws of power as well if you if you want to be a leader in something I think that's definitely a great book to read. Now, what's your preferred broker and trading platform? Uh, London Trading Index. Uh, they are very good. If you're not if you're not too familiar with London Trading Index, a one that's very more mainstream is um, IC Markets, which most people probably do use. And your MT4, MT5 platform is it? MT5 all the way. That's that's um, my favourite. MT4 is too slow for me. I don't know why they're much different mt5 is quick easy and instant so hey folks ever wonder what broker i use well i use hanko trade it was a no-brainer because i was looking for a broker with good trading conditions and one that wouldn't restrict my leverage now by joining hanko trade i've also cut down my trading costs significantly with their super low commission of just one dollar per 100k you can learn more at hankotrade.com or just click the link i've put in the description do you want to walk us through your worst ever trade worst ever trade Think. to be fair i haven't i haven't like i wouldn't say i've over risked 
like really badly if that makes sense but in terms of i could walk through my something i should have done in a trade but completely effed it up if you want i think that's probably the best thing to do um so you know the whole shitcoin craze when in crypto yeah um i pretty much put 500 pounds in a random cryptocurrency random shitcoin and about two weeks later it went to ten thousand, and i was like oh yeah and go higher and go higher maybe 50,000 <laughs> and um, now it's at about 180 pounds <laughs> so it's kind of I should have I should have sold but now I'm in a loss but obviously I didn't lose a lot of money but it's like I could have got a, a yeah. very nice return on that yeah. in a very small amount of time so that's what I'd say. Yeah. You're probably not the last you're definitely not the first. Um, now no. last question of the show uh, if you could leave our listeners with one piece of advice what would it be? So one piece of advice I'd say um and it's not necessarily just around trading, but it could be if, you, if you're not necessarily a trader, but you're maybe just an entrepreneur or you want to run a business or you're running a business is just find, if you're struggling, first of all, find a mentor who can give you directions. Um, it doesn't need to be a paid mentor. You can talk to people. Um, you can pay someone. Um, I find the best mentors are the people that I haven't paid for. Like I didn't pay Fredo. I didn't pay um, two other mentors that I have. Um, which are more like business mentors. Um, and I'd say network as well, right? Because networking will open gateways that you just don't, you like you right now, if you start networking, I guarantee you in three months, if you network properly, a gateway will be open for you that you've not even thought of before and it will be amazing. So I guarantee you start networking. You can go LinkedIn, you go to networking events, Instagram, um, and just talk to people and that will open up an array of opportunities for you so they're my two pieces of advice i'd give awesome well look before we wrap up what's the best way for the traders to get hold of you uh best way to get hold of me is my instagram which is amg underscore fx if you do want to message me there and there's other ways of messaging me but that's all those details are on my instagram cool well look a big thank you to alex for sharing with us today everything we discussed here along with all those links and his instagram link are in the show notes to find them simply search for alex in the search box on tradingnut.com and until next time i wish all my listeners trading happiness and success Okay, so there you have it, folks. Interview done and dusted with Alex. Now, do remember, go and check out the video we shot after the show where he breaks down that, or well, a stock trade and a Forex trade. One of them is 50 to 1 risk to reward, uh, or reward to risk, should I say. And uh, after that, go and check out the Genius Trader Mind Hack video, why trading is so addictive, and how to get control again and switch off with Andy Murphy. And also, if you're looking to automate anything, you've got the Robot Builders Club. Uh, go and check that out. Check out the Asia Assassin Bot, see how that's performing this month of March 2022 and the Smart Money series is about to hit the airwaves here on Trading Nuts so that's on the channel, stay tuned you're going to find out how to get access to that if you follow me on all the social media and the like also that something special coming up soon as well we've got the demo contest, stay tuned for that so you can enter that very shortly it's all coming up soon here on Trading Nut and uh, last but not least we've got that 40k uh, funded account that you can win follow those description uh, follow the instructions under the video there's a link under the video with the instructions there on what you need to do with CTI and how to get access to that uh, guys I'll see you in the next episode thanks for watching, thanks for listening